Okay, good afternoon. This is Casey, the Kentucky Trauma Therapist. I hope you're having a good day. Just as a precursor, per usual, I am a therapist, but I'm probably not your therapist. Um, I'm glad you're here, but everything you hear here is to be for educational purposes. It's not meant to replace uh, medical advice or clinical advice from uh, your local provider. But all the same, I'm glad you're here. Every once in a while, I get an opportunity to kind of slow down and do some extra work with my clients that I really enjoy doing. Uh, looking at some introspective pieces that we don't always have time to do because we're too busy uh, putting out fires all the time. <laughs> but I went to a meeting early this morning and I heard something that I felt like was really powerful. And I kind of posed it back to a couple of my clients first thing this morning. And it's the thought of how do you respond to this question? <clears throat> In what ways do you show yourself love and validation and acceptance today that in the past you were hoping would be given to you by others? And it's kind of a loaded question. We'll do it again. Hold on. I'm going to try and find some other ways to word that too. So, um, what ways do you show yourself love, validation, and acceptance today that you were hoping others would give you in the past? And um, one of my clients said, wow, we're starting off Monday morning strong, aren't we? And I was like, yeah, we are. It's Monday. Good morning to you. And I have to admit, when I even first heard that, I was like, fuck. <laughs> you know that they hit me strong this morning good lord and I think I I really like the question for multiple reasons but one of my favorite parts is because that question throws in a wee bit of rational emotive behavioral therapy coming out to get ya it's that notion of the way that we use linguistics or our language patterns really impacts how we see the world around us. So there's some implications there. Let's let's break down that sentence, right? Let's start at the top. So in what ways do you show yourself love and actually, you know, we can just stop right there. What ways are you showing yourself love? We're going to answer this question together. Use this episode like a journaling exercise. Uh, maybe we can pause and talk about this together, but listen, what ways are you showing yourself love? Just start there. <laughs> what ways do you show yourself love and validation and acceptance? And what do those things mean to you? Because I think those things mean a lot of different things to different folks. And furthermore than just that first piece of this question it's like well what what are you doing today to show yourself love to show yourself acceptance to show yourself validation i made that rebt joke earlier because that's a fun trick to encourage people to see the positives in something when you word it like instead of saying oh have you had a good day today instead of asking that you say tell me what did you like about your day which implies that they liked 
something about their day. It's a nice little polite form of manipulation to encourage people to point out what they're enjoying about their day or what they're liking about their situation. Um, so yeah, and I, I like that first part of the question, you know, what ways are you showing yourself love, validation, and acceptance? And moving on to that second part that you were hoping that others would give you in the past. So there's a bit in the question, like the, the verbiage of this question that's suggesting that you have recognized that the ways in which you prayed and hoped other people would show up for you in the past to rescue you or to love you or accept you or validate you, that it, this question is implying that you understand they will not be doing those things. And even if they were doing those said things, uh, it's a very short term basis of love, acceptance, connection, validation, etc., etc., etc. It's not long-term purposes for those, right? Like, they're, they're short-term. And the question's asking here, like, so you, you know that the ways in which you've sought out validation, love, acceptance, etc. from other people, you know that it doesn't work. And you've learned to quit going to that resource. And you have now since learned to rely on yourself to get those needs met first. So how are you doing that? <laughs> uh, there's a therapist I used to work with down in Nashville. Um, and I can't remember her last name to save my life. But uh, her first name was Lauren. Super great gal. Uh, we did inten intensive outpatient in the throes of like Nashville near Music Row. And it was a lot of fun. And Lauren had this phrase that she would use. I don't know if she came with the shit on her own or if she stole this from another th I don't know, borrowed it from another therapist. It doesn't matter because it's genius. I use it all the time. The concept of quit going to Home Depot for milk. So let's picture the insanity for a moment. Uh, you walk into Home Depot. And by the way, I'm pretty sure Home Depot is a universal thing. No, I mean not universal, like national I think, but uh, if it's not, it's a uh, hardware store. I know we've got quite a few international listeners, but um, it's it's like, imagine a hardware store. They've got outdoors stuff. They've got your wood, your nails, your uh, appliances. Like, it's like a, a hardware and appliance store. So let's say you show up to Home Depot, which has far as I'm aware of, has never traditionally been known for their rendering of dairy products. And you show up and you ask a sales associate, um, excuse me, sales associate, where is your, uh, where is your dairy products? I'm really needing a gallon of milk. And that Home Depot employee will probably look at you kind of funny, to be honest, because Home Depot doesn't serve milk. And you might get disappointed 
but you understand it and you go about your way. And then the next week, you attempt again to go to Home Depot, knowing that they haven't had some grand intervention, knowing that you haven't seen commercials that represent an intervention that states they've partnered with dairy farmers across the U.S. to now begin to serve uh, milk and dairy related products and you walk into Home Depot yet again and say hey I'm here for a gallon of milk where, where is your dairy aisle because they're gonna look at you like you're you're unwell Home Depot doesn't carry milk now Kroger carries milk or uh, Walmart or uh, Aldi's um, hell the gas station even serves milk every once in a while. I don't necessarily recommend gas station milk. It feels a little sketchy to me. But they do. I say all of these things to point out that... Um, you know, we sometimes have a nasty habit of trying to go back to Home Depot for milk. And Home Depot doesn't serve milk. Uh, sometimes we continue to search for in others a value that they've never been able to give us. And that value might be validation, love, acceptance, etc. So sometimes we feel quite silly when we say to ourselves, well, I've asked, uh, who's a name we can pick on? Um, Leroy. We'll say Leroy. We'll make up a person named Leroy. Let's say Leroy uh, has historically always made fun of us and every time we encounter our boss Leroy and we're hoping this is the time that Leroy is going to recognize our hard work yet yet again not only does Leroy invalidate us but they also say our parking tag expired and uh, we need to purchase a new one before our car gets towed uh, from our workplace by the end of the day um we get our hopes and expectations set up on someone else being able to meet a need for us that, you know, they can't and or won't, at least until they've had intervention. I like that part of, I, I think I added that. I don't, I don't know as if that is copy written by Lauren, the therapist or not, but, uh, you know, people can change with the right intervention, but expecting someone to have changed without having an intervention I always think is it's it's about like insanity right so quit going to Home Depot for milk they don't have it going back to our question at hand our question here is in what ways do you show yourself love validation and acceptance that you were hoping others would give to you in the past so whatever you were searching for in others how do you find that in yourself now I, I think of, and ooh, now I'm going to borrow from my own personal therapist. Don't tell him. Um, but external versus internal validation. I can go on social media right now and post a picture and get 70 likes, let's say. I get 70 likes. And I feel really good about myself, right? For at least a little while. I want you to imagine you've got, uh, speaking of milk and dairy products, let's just assume you've got a, a like a plastic jug of milk, right? Like the, the gallon of milk. And that gallon of milk uh, has, has the capacity to hold validation for you. 
okay well let's say there's a couple of holes in the bottom of my jug of validation all right and I can get that picture posted on Facebook and I can feel really good about myself when I have about maybe 60 70 people like it but it wears off doesn't it just like that validation may fill up my validation jug there's a hole in the bottom of the jug and that validation only lasts so long Facebook social media etc those are what's the word they're unsustainable resources for getting your validation needs met long term for my folks who identify as being the gifted and talented kiddos that didn't quite seem to make it as far as everyone had promised them growing up i feel like this really relates to us you know <laughs> we were we were told you know all of these really cool things and then uh, we grew up and we got out there and we didn't necessarily see the same type of validation that we had gotten when we were kids and and so we struggle with that right so uh learning how to have internal validation now that's a sustainable resource when i say sustainable versus like unsustainable or non-sustainable I'm not quite sure which one's better there un or non but um i digress um if talking about an analogy within an analogy within an analogy if you are a client of mine listening to this this should just feel like a regular session right <laughs> but um, uh so if you had a plot of land and you had a stream that went through it and then you also had a well well, let's say the stream or the creek, it dries up uh, in the hottest parts of the summer and some of the worst parts of, of like fall, like when it's still really hot. So we would say, sure, that stream can meet your needs sometimes, but it's not really sustainable long term. Because let's say it's the middle of July and you're thirsting something terrible and there's nothing out there to get it's non-sustainable it's unsustainable it, it didn't last very long but you got that well and if you've got a pretty good well and it's not a nice setup then that well should be able to supply for you all year long regardless of weather so what i'm saying here is you need to find you a good reliable source of milk <laughs> <laughs> that's sustainable long term and external validation isn't always the way to go external validation is great we need people who love and accept and validate us like we inherently need other people to survive that's a whole other episode though we're social critters um that's a totally different topic different time but we also really have to work on figuring out God, I'm using have tos and got tos a lot. And I started this episode talking about REBT language. Um, pet peeves. Uh, but it would be great. How about that? It would be really awesome if we could find you ways to get your validation needs met that are based on things outside of external stuff. Because guess what? Occasionally, people aren't perfect. I'm guessing you already knew that. Um, 
had a good friend, uh, who's a recovered alcoholic and he always used to introduce himself and he'd say, you know, hi, I'm, I'm Bill. I'm a, I'm a fallible human being an FHB. And I love that. Um, and, and so guess what? Uh, you probably also have some FHBs in your life, fallible human beings who are going to be at times fallible and going to at times not be able to meet all of your needs. Um, so we got to figure out ways. Here I am with God to you again. Damn. Um, I would encourage you <laughs> to work on finding ways to meet those needs uh, internally as well. And what do I mean by internally meeting those needs of love, acceptance, validation, etc.? Well, I mean finding a more sustainable resource. Quit going to Home Depot for your milk. Quit going to others for validation. Quit going to others and expecting them to always be able to have that pick-me-up. We need more sustainable resources within. So how do we do that? How do you begin to start developing internal resources of love and acceptance and validation? Well, what a great question. Because that's that's where we're at. In what ways do you show yourself love and validation and acceptance that you were hoping others would give you in the past? I'm curious what your answer is. I please like I I really would love to have some client not client feedback. Um some some listener feedback. I want to know. You know, um if you happen to be in the US, we have a line uh, our admin staff keeps up with. It's 364 203-9250. I'll repeat it at the end. Give us a text. Um, it's not a HIPAA compliant line and please don't, uh, you know, don't send over anything that's incredibly confidential, but I do want to know, uh, my email, Casey Corsi, LCSW at gmail.com and, uh, Kentucky trauma therapists, plural at gmail.com. I want to know. You can find me on Facebook, Casey Corsi, LCSW, EMDR as well. But I, I want to know, what what are you doing to meet that need? Let's hear it. I can't wait to hear it. And I, I think what came up for me, honestly, it was pretty deep. And I'd like to journal about it later myself if I have some downtime. Uh, I think for me, something I'm constantly seeking in other people to meet for me is a reminder that I'm not in trouble. I'm always looking for that and forgetting that I can answer that now. It's like the option of answering that question my own self seems to be out the window. Like, I don't have to be in trouble. And that's an old childhood wound of just kind of constantly running around waiting for the other shoe to drop, um, sense of a foreshortened future and whatnot. Uh, you know, waiting for someone to say, yeah, Casey, you're okay. You're safe. It's all right. You're not in trouble. Um, I mean, I forget that I get to decide when I'm in trouble now. Because I'm an adult and adults 
don't get in little kid type trouble. Like no one's going to take my birthday away. I'm not going to have an early bedtime, uh, et cetera, et cetera. And I'm safe now. I can get my own resources. I decide when I eat. I decide when I get to take a shower, how, you know, all, all of these things. I get to decide those. There's nothing anyone can take away from me like that. Um, there's something very special about that, that I used to wait for other people to let me know if I were in trouble or not. And, and just because someone disagrees with me doesn't mean I'm not, in, if someone disagrees with me, uh, politically, or maybe even like morally or emotionally, or maybe I walk away from a situation saying, damn, I'm kind of angry about that. And the other person doesn't feel like I have a reason to be angry. Like, it's okay. And just because they feel differently than me doesn't mean I'm in trouble. Psst, I'm calling all you people pleasers. Did you hear me when I said that? All of my people pleasers out there. Just because someone disagrees with you does not mean you're in trouble. Some old, old childhood wound shit right there. But um, I encourage you one last time for everyone here. I, you know, in what ways do you show yourself love and validation and acceptance that you were hoping others would give you in the past? I was constantly going around with my, my milk jug and, and shaking it and rattling it at people, asking and almost begging, please let me know I'm not in trouble. I would send text messages like, lol, lol, like, I'm sorry, I'm so terrible at texting back. Uh, I hope we're good. Or, or I would go out of my way to do something nice for people to kind of gauge their response. That's manipulative as hell. <laughs> you know, going out of your way, um, asking certain questions in a certain way. I, you could potentially genuinely care, but also because you're hoping to find out whether or not that person's upset with you. You know, I'm trying to be sneaky about it. Um, it's not, you know, all of that. How about, we don't have to do that, and we definitely don't have to live in a life like that. We can decide now, like, how to figure out and get that validation met, and maybe that looks like sitting, I know it has for me, sitting myself down and saying, okay, Casey, just because they disagree with you, you're a full-grown-ass adult now, you're in your 30s, like, it's okay if people disagree with you. Doesn't mean you're in trouble, doesn't mean you're going to be abandoned, right? Because you have yourself to rely on. And perhaps if Home Depot isn't serving milk and they haven't started some campaign to partner with dairy farmers across the U.S., then just perhaps I could go somewhere else to get that need met. And maybe that looks like another friend. Maybe it looks like another family member. Or maybe it looks like I just buy a fucking cow myself. I don't know. So when we have those holes in the bottom of our jugs, because nothing lasts forever. I'm going back to the jug example. You know, that those likes I get on Facebook, they're going to fall through that hole, right? So I have to find a sustainable resource for long-term validation needs to be met. Which might mean a well inside of ourselves, which means maybe working on... Actually, this is how the best way to sum it up. We spend more time trying to find... Uh, people who who like us or, or trying to make ourselves likable to other people when people 
very factually, will let us down at times. Uh, much rather, perhaps we should be investing in being likable to our own selves. Maybe we should be digging that well rather than depending on a stream. Maybe we should go buy the damn cow <laughs> rather than waiting on Home Depot to serve milk. But um, that's it for for today, folks. I want to thank both of those therapists that I, I was kind of including in there. Um, Lauren and Bob, wherever y'all are now out there in the world, I hope you're doing well. Um, I want to thank my listeners. I'm cracking up. I saw on our RSS feed, someone is listening from Roswell, Georgia. And I, I hope you're doing well, whoever you are. I loved Roswell. I actually visited there for, uh, I was in Atlanta. And I did a haunted tour down there in Roswell. Uh, it was very cool. Um, so cheers to whoever you are. And, and thank you to the listeners. Thanks for your patience. Um, I have a terrible joke. It's terrible. Uh, it's dark humor. If my podcast was a... Uh, a, a dog, it would have already been removed by PETA for how much neglect I do to it. I, I neglect this podcast, something terrible. And I appreciate those of y'all who still stick around and are patient for when I have time um, to, to be able to put out an episode here or there. Uh, last but not least, I want to know your answer to that question. How are you getting your needs met in ways that, you know, you, you used to wait on others to do for you? How are you doing it? What's working? What's not working? Um, find us on Facebook, uh, Casey Corsi LCSW EMDR. Um, uh, email Kentucky Trauma Therapists plural. There's more than one of us at gmail.com. Uh, and then I'm trying to think all the social media. My personal email is Casey Corsi LCSW at gmail.com. Uh, C A S E Y. Corsi is C-O-U-R-S-E-Y-L-C-S-W at gmail.com. Um, oh, my last name changed, by the way, everyone. It's Casey Corsi Caster now. Um, that was different. I got married. I've been busy, y'all. Um, let's see. And oh, our office email is 364-203-9250. Feel free to shoot us a text or something. Um, uh, but yeah. So that's that. I hope everyone's doing well out there. I know that things are kind of scary right now in the world. Um, and I'll end with, you know, a reminder. If you have Medicaid in your state, you may be eligible for free therapy. Uh, shameless plug here. Uh, Kentucky Trauma Therapist. We now have four other therapists outside of myself who are currently accepting clients. Um, Two of those staff are EMDR trained along with myself. Uh, four of us now are trained in giving it and administering mid-assessments. Uh, you know, let us know if we can be of help at all for you. But take good care. Um, and uh, God, it's obviously been a while since I've done a podcast. I don't even know how to end them anymore anymore um take care y'all much love and from, from the bluegrass and we'll talk to you soon